Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. Well, good morning. Did y'all hear in the fireworks last night? <laughs> Did y'all shoot off in the fireworks last night? <laughs> oh, boy. Praise God. Praise God. It's truly a happy Independence Day uh, from government control uh, that uh, this nation was founded on. And uh, we hope that we can stay that way uh, in this nation in modern times. Today, the message is entitled, God is Able. And I know you would agree with it. God is able. He's able. Without, without a doubt, he is able. And to review, I said that we are covering a topic which we'll put in a um, series. And next Sunday we'll end that series. And the series is overcoming the weaknesses of our flesh. Overcoming the weaknesses of our flesh. That's the series. Uh, but I didn't name it that. I named it To God Be the Glory. Because really, if we don't overcome the weaknesses of the flesh, we said that God is not going to get the glory. And uh, also our mission at Cornerstone is to glorify God. And so if we're going to walk in the spirit, and that's what we know we need to do, walk in the spirit and we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh, then uh, we're going to have to bear fruit of that, the fruit of the spirit. And in John, the gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 8, uh, we said that that tells us uh, what we are, are talking about. It just confirms uh, that we are on right, the right track because he said, my father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit. So uh, you'll be his disciples. So we know that we need to bear fruit. We know we need to um, glorify God. Last week we gave, we deviated from uh, the story about Joseph. We deviated from that, um, not going to the scripture on that. We didn't deviate, but we did deviate, going to other scripture. And we said last week we had gave you ten things, ten, that God had given us that we can guarantee will help us overcome the weaknesses of our flesh. Ten things we, we, we went through uh, from scripture last, last week. And the thing that is important to me is that we have to make up our mind that we are going to overcome this flesh. We're going to overcome it because God has paid a price for us to overcome this flesh. We're not supposed to be servants to our flesh. And so, therefore, and everybody has, has a flesh and, and, and everybody has different things that they are struggling with, but God wants us to overcome those things. That's what he wants us to do, overcome those things. And uh, even though they are, they are different, 
in all of us. Some are the same, but a lot of times it's different. And that's okay. God knows, and I want to overcome these things that does not glorify him. We went through uh, four tests that they, that Joseph and his brothers went through. One was called humility. Uh, the other one was jealousy, mercy, and compassion, love. Those, those four things uh, we went through in Scripture, and they did not pass their test. Yeah. Uh, and Joseph also, even though he was the uh, one that was uh, done things wrong to most of the time, but the thing is that that he needed some humility also, as we do. Now, we're going to pick it up today uh, that from that scripture, from, from scripture again in, in the story, uh, let's go to Isaiah 26. Let's start off there because we have to know that God is able. Not only just the, to, to know that, that, that in, in our head God is, God is able. We can say it, but do we believe it? And you say, well, I believe it. I believe God's able, but I don't know whether he's able to do it. In me, I don't know whether he's able to do this. Well, he's able, but I don't know he, whether he will or not. Well, Scripture says that different than that. And we can believe those things sometimes that we say because it doesn't seem to be happening. So we'll make up some, some nice sounding things. Well, I know God is able, but I don't know whether he wills. I don't know whether his will for me to get well. What kind of Bible are you reading if you make a statement like that? Because, uh, yes, God is able, but God also says he will. He's proven in his word. He will. And he has paid a price for it. So this is just one area. It's a lot of different areas. And, and if we're going to overcome this flesh, we have to believe that God not only is able, but he will uh, uh, put this flesh to death, you know, figuratively, he'll put this flesh to death. And, and we, we, can, we can overcome these weaknesses. And I, I said, well, God, I need some help in this thing. So in Isaiah, verses, uh, let's go to chapter 26, verse 3, let's go there. Uh, when, I was, when I was studying, I said, well, God, this is this really, 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 is a, a, a sad situation here, but it's a great situation. But how does it apply to us today? When well, Isaiah, uh, it says, the steadfast of mine, you will keep in perfect peace. See, I don't know whether we believe that or not. I really don't know whether we believe it or not. That God is capable of keeping us in perfect peace. I mean perfect peace. Perfect, perfect, perfect. You believe it? He says that even in, 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 in the New Testament, he said, well, my peace I've given, given to you. Didn't he? 
my peace. And you know, God doesn't have no halfway peace. He has perfect peace. Now, he says, because he trusts in you. So I can believe that if my mind is steadfast, that God will keep me in perfect peace because I trust in him. I can believe that, or I can say, that's a good scripture memorization, and um, I'll memorize that. I just don't know whether it's true or not because I don't have peace in a lot of situations. Would you agree that, that most of us fail to have peace in every single situation? Yeah. And I said, yeah, yeah I, I, can, I can testify. I don't have peace in every situation. Well, he says it. So I said, well, okay, God. I need to know what I have to do because, see, uh, the, the, the thing is, in Joseph and in, you know, uh, his brothers, they needed to be in perfect peace. I need to be in perfect peace. You need to be in perfect peace. So I said, well, what, what does it mean, steadfast? I mean steadfast because that's the first thing I'm going to have to do is my, my mind has to be steadfast in order to get this perfect peace, and I have to also trust in, in him to get this perfect peace. And so uh, steadfast is, is, is like it, some of the words that describe it as firm. So my, 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 my mind has to be firm on God. It has to be unwavering. I mean, it can't waver. You know, like that scripture says, toss to and fro. Uh, don't let that man think he's going to get anything uh, if you ask and you don't ask in faith. Loyalty, faithful, committed, devoted, dedicated, unyielding. I mean, my mind doesn't, un, it doesn't yield to anything. It, it, my mind is relentless on God. I said, whoo, you know, that, that's some good stuff there. That's some good stuff. I, I, I need to know now how am I going to keep my mind that way with all these circumstances that come up. Now, if I trust in him, he's going to give me inward peace, outward peace. He's going to give me peace with him. Because sometimes, uh, I don't know about you, but sometimes uh, when things happen, I say, well, God, God, I understand that. I know I shouldn't say this, but why me? I know you haven't never said that now. But, you know, God, I mean, I'm, here I'm trying to serve you. I'm trying to, I'm, 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 God, look at, look at him. Look at her. Look at them. Put it on them. Don't put it on me. I know you never thought that. But I'm telling you, uh, these thoughts come through the mind of Christians. Would you agree? Come through the mind of Christians. Yeah. You could have prevented that from happening. You read that in scripture too, like Mary, Martha. Hey, if you would have come, you know, Lazarus wouldn't have died. Hey, you would have, you know, people, I mean, people, this way people. Do. And so I said, well, God, 
I want to have peace with you. I want to have peace in all, 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 under all circumstances, I want to have peace. I want to have peace. You know, you, 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 you listen to the news sometime. Uh, I hope you listen to, to the, you know, news that somebody's going to give you the truth. But uh, I was listening, and the person said, you know, what's going on is that they are trying to change our currency to our digital currency so that um, they can rule over their people. This is another country. They can, they can rule over their pe- people, and they want to make it worldwide. And, and so the United States is looking into that, too. They were looking into bitcoins and stuff like that, but they're looking into digital, digital currency. And do you know that um, some of these Japanese and people in other countries, you know, they want to control their people. They want to know exactly what's happening, and they can cut a person off any time they want to cut off. If you, do you believe that people, if you're on Facebook, if you're on uh, all these things, social media, they can cut you off any time they want to cut you off? And I didn't know that. I thought you had freedom. They can't, I, I thought, you know, if you, why, why were you, but they cut people off. They cut them all off. They ain't even get on no more. And they said in these other countries who are dictatorship, they want to have their people like that into digital currency so that if they don't like what they're doing, they cut them off. And they can't buy and they can't sell. Because, see, all the currency is digital. And I said, well, hmm, you mean the United States is, is, is looking into this too? That means that if they don't like something we do, they just cut us off. We can't buy and sell. And you never heard of that, though, have you? You know, <laughs> unless you have a mark, you know, you, you haven't heard of that probably in Revelations, you know. Uh, but, you know, now, I could take that and say, oh, oh, Minerva. Let's don't do nothing else but pray because we have, oh, you can't hide your money. You can't put it on your mattress or anything because, see, they're not, it's, digital, it's digital money. I said, my goodness gracious. You could get afraid. You could get uh, out of peace. You can get in a situation where you say, well, uh, man, I don't have peace about this situation now, you know. But, see, God is in control. Nothing's going to happen unless he wants it to happen. It's not going to be no uh, not selling, no buying, unless he says so. The timing of God has to be in God. It's not going to be that we're controlling his time. We're controlling things. We don't control anything that he doesn't want us to control. He really doesn't. But anyway, I said, God, I need to be in peace under the, uh, in, the, in these situations. I need to be in peace about in, anything that's happening to the congregation, anything that's happening uh, in my family. I need to be at peace with this. this. I want to be in peace in all situations. But he said, well, well, then you need to have your mind steadfast, immovable, I mean relentless on God. And you need to trust totally in him under all circumstances. I said, okay, that's what I need. Oh, 
Can you show me another verse like that? Well, let's look at Psalm. Let's go to Psalm 112, verse 7. Let's go there and see what, what it said because, see, that, that was one of the prophets over there. So this, we go to Psalm. Maybe there's maybe some good stuff in Psalm. I might not say that. It says, he will not fear evil tidings. That means we will not fear evil tidings, whether it's digital currency, whether it's Antichrist, whether it's this, whether it's that, whether, you know, um, uh, Christians can't do this anymore, or this or that. Or this. We're not going to be uh, fearful, afraid of evil tidings. Why? His heart, our heart has to be, is steadfast. That's the word again, steadfast, immovable, you know, trusting in the Lord. Same thing. Same thing. We can be at perfect peace. We don't have to be afraid of any evil ties and anything. If our heart is steadfast, our mind, our will, our is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. That's what we have to be. And, and I want to tell you that it's important for us to work on it. We can't wait till something happens and we say, okay, let me go look at the Bible and give me some verses on peace. No, you need to be in the word of God all the time. And you need to be building yourself up all the time because uh, we don't know when things are going to happen when, when, when we have to stand, stand up and say what we believe and what we believe must be what God has already said. That's what we have to do. God is able. Would you agree? He's able. He's able. Now, we're going to go back to the story of Joseph. Let's look at Genesis chapter 39. Uh, you know, I, I was saying, I was saying, God, now, I want to know some things here about this situation. And next week, we're going to wrap it up and we're going to end this thing up. And I, I said, you know, we want to, we want to know some serious stuff in here about about Joseph and about his his brothers. And I tell you, I, I got excited uh, as I was working on next week's message. It was so exciting. But uh, we're going to look at verse 1. We're talking about Genesis 39. Now, Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. And when we left him, the brothers had sold. Remember? When we were there last time, the brothers had sold him. Um, uh, well, the brothers, his brothers sold him. And so here the Ishmaelites, they bought him and took him to Egypt and sold him to, uh, there. And how was Joseph? Seventeen years old. Seventeen. And Potiphar, the Egyptian officer 
of Pharaoh, the captain of the bodyguard, brought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. Now, we can already imagine that Joseph's probably a horse by now because um, he's probably been hollering. He's probably been uh, raising his voice. He's probably been doing a lot of things. And we'll look at that a little later. Verse 2, it says the Lord was with Joseph. He was with Joseph. So he became a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. That's good news because no matter what evil has been done to us, God is able to deliver. He's able to outdo. He's able to uh, undo anything the enemy has done or tries to do. And we, we agree that this is God who gave Joseph success in Potiphar's house. Now, this test, I call this test a test of attitude. That's what I call it, a test of attitude. You know, uh, everybody know what attitude is, right? Uh, and, and we know that we've had one. When, we said, when somebody, man, you, you got a bad attitude. They're not saying that, well, we, everybody need to have one because that's a good thing. No, it's a bad thing, isn't it? And, and so, but see, most of us, I would have gotten a bad attitude if I was sold to the Ishmaelites, taken to and then sold to somebody else, I would have been, I'd have had attitude. I would have had attitude. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, let me ask you. How many times have somebody done you wrong and you had a bad attitude? Yeah, that's happened. And so the thing is that these situations come up, and we have to remember we are trying to deal with this flesh because the flesh is going to cause you or want to cause you to have a bad attitude. That's what the flesh won't want to do. Somebody did you wrong, and so now... You want me to work for you? You want me to work for you? You want me to work for you? I work, but I tell you what, you're going to wish you have not bought me. And what he did was, he said, he said, well, Ray, they will bring this, this old young person in just out of college and want me to teach them how to do my job. But ha, ha, ha. Now, I know what they were up to. They wanted me to teach him, and then he was going to get the job, and they are going to get rid of me. But I fooled them. 
I could never fix nothing while he was around. I, couldn't, I, just, I don't know how to do this thing. I just don't know how to do it. And then the fellow would, would leave, and then he'll fix it real quick. And uh, he said, because I know they're going to want to get rid of me for him. Well, I know that you know what I'm talking about. Because that happens to, it, it's happened to me, it's happened to you, it's happened to, uh, if you live long enough, it's going to happen to you that somebody is going to do you wrong and your flesh wants to get an attitude. But God says, we're going to put this flesh under, you're not going to get an attitude. Because, see, if Joseph would have gotten an attitude, it's a test of Joseph's attitude. That's what it says. Are you going to have a good attitude or are you going to have a bad attitude? If Joseph would have had a bad attitude, Joseph would not have gotten promoted. He wouldn't have, uh, because God's not going, to, not going to deal with it. What, what, what about the scripture that we just read, God is able? Huh? If he's able, he's able to, to bring you through this thing. I don't care if you were sold. I don't care uh, if now you're a slave in the household of somebody you don't even know the language of. It doesn't matter. I can overcome that. See, we have to believe what the scripture says. God is able. All we have to do is have our minds stayed on him, steadfast, immovable on him, and trusting in him. And then he said that I'm going to take care of everything else. I do the rest. You just do that. So let's pass that, this test of attitude. Let's, let's pass it. Let's pass it. Okay, just don't get attitude, and don't tell me you don't have opportunities to get attitudes. No. Ask Sam. That, Sam, we, when we, when the three of us are elders, elders together, did, did we have opportunities to get an attitude? Yeah, we did with each other. I don't care what ministry you're in, worship team. Doesn't the worship team sound so good? Yeah. But don't you know that they're all different, and all of them got a flesh? You know, and all of them can get an attitude if things don't go their way, right? I don't care what ministry you're in. I don't care what you're in. It'll be the church service. I don't care what it is. You know, it, it, you can get an attitude. We're going to pass that test of attitude. We're going to pass We're going to pass it because we want God to bless us. We'll, that's what we want. We want God to bless us, you see. Now, let's, let's go on a little further. It says in verse 3, now his master saw that the Lord was with him and how the Lord, uh, uh, because of what he was doing, the Lord just, just caused everything to prosper. Do you know that can happen on your job? Yeah, you know, God can cause everything to prosper that you touch. He can. He can do that. He can give you favor. He can change the the heart of your boss, he can change it just like he changed. Um, he turned the rivers of water. The rivers will turn everything which way. And God did it. He said, I can turn the king's heart just like I turned the rivers of water. So, therefore, he can change your boss's heart. He can change your mate's heart. He can change your children's heart. Let's get right down to it, can't he? He can change it. You don't have to be praying you know, about you, all you had to do is 
You seek God. You do that thing. And it says in verse 4, so Joseph found favor in the sight of, of, of his master. See, and, and it's so, we're going to jump on down a little bit because it, this stuff is so interesting to me. I mean, it's still, ooh, this scripture is so interesting. Let's go to verse 7. Let's go to verse 7. And it came about after these events that his master's wife looked with desire at Joseph and saw and said, lie with me. Now, now Joseph, over in, ver- in, in verse 6, see, ver- um, he was handsome and, and had a good appearance. You see, uh, so the master's wife was uh, eyeing him down, you know. And see, uh, uh, Potiphar, Potiphar, he 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 had he, he was busy busy busy, you see, and and um, won't pay a lot of attention to him. Matter of fact, he turned everything over to Joseph, everything everything in his house, you see, everything in his house, except her, you see. But he didn't he he, he didn't he didn't have time to do a lot. So she said, "Well, this Hebrew, well, we're gonna we're gonna see what he's made of." But he refused, verse 8, but he refused and said to his master's wife, Behold, with me here, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house, and he has put all that he owns in my charge. There is no one greater in this house than I. And he has withheld nothing from me except you. Because you are his wife. You're his wife. It says, How then could I do this great evil and sin against you? Think it was, he'll say, My master. But he said, against God, against God, against God. We got to pass our test of the flesh, don't we? Yeah. Along with all the digital, digital stuff comes pornography and everything. You can, you, can, you, can, you can do whatever you want to in secret. You don't have to go to the store and buy a magazine and somebody see you. You know, you can, you can get on the line and, 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 and while everybody else is asleep. You can do a lot of different things here. Um, and it says here that, and it came about, as she spoke to Joseph day by day, day by day. This man going to have to persevere. Do you hear what I'm saying? Because she's after him. She has to persevere. So we're going to have to pass not only the test of attitude, and let me throw this other test in here so you know, test, we have to pass the test of our work habits, right? That's what we talked about. You know, you got to have good work habits regardless of whether you're mad at the boss or whether you're not, whether he overlooked you and, and promoted somebody else. He gave, he gave everybody a raise, 
except you, or he gave somebody else a better raise than he gave you, and all these type of things. We got to, we, we, we got to pass the test of our work habits. We're going to have to work as to the Lord, don't we? We got to work as to the Lord and not to man. We're concerned about what the Lord says about this thing. And we have to pass the test of perseverance. 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 We're going to have to persevere at keeping our minds stayed on God. We have to pass the test of I don't care what somebody put before you. I don't care what opportunities you have. I don't care what it is. You got to persevere at avoiding uh, polluting yourself. Do you hear what I'm saying? With ungodly things that you don't need to be looking at. Right? Man, no, I didn't hear one person say amen. <laughs> All these women need to say, yes, preach it, brother. See, you don't, you don't, you know, you said, well, I know my husband, he don't do nothing. Right. he doesn't until you find out but it's okay it's okay um i know that there's temptation out there i know that i know that i'm gonna have to persevere at avoiding temptation i know that i know that i'm gonna have to have good work habits i know that i have to pass the test of moral integrity do you hear what I'm saying? Moral integrity. You know what's right. You know what's wrong. You choose to do what's right when nobody's looking. When nobody will find out. Nobody will find out. You got to pass that test of integrity because God knows. God knows. He knows. And I said, wow. There's, there's, there's something there. Now, of course, um, he passed this test, and I want to ask you, because we, we're going we're gonna to stop here, is, you know, uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're get back into it uh, where we left off at, because there's some, there's some good stuff, but I wanted to stop at the place where it says that she kept asking him, 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 until she was hoping he would give in. We're not persevere. Because sometimes, you know, we persevere for a little while. But then after, after a little while and a little while and a little while, uh, we give in. Have you all ever done that to you, with your children? Have you ever done that? Say, you know, um, you, you, you say, nope, 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 nope. You're not, not going to, nope, you're not going to do that. Nope, you're not going to get this. You're not, you're not going, nope, you're not going and they keep, oh, no, no, no. okay, do it. Go on, go on, go on. I know y'all never done that. I know you never done that. But that is something that we sometimes, we know, but we give in because of pressure from outside. They, they, you know, just keep pressure, keep pressure, and you give in. No, no, Joseph did not do that. He did not do that. He persevered, and, and when she grabbed him, she said, okay, you won't lie with me. I'm going to grab you. You're going to have to lie to me. I'm going to drag you down. And he ran, and his coat came off. She had it. And, of course, uh, she said, okay, 
your Hebrew slave. You think you so much. You think you're better than me. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell my husband that you tried to rape me. I'll fix you. And she did. Didn't she? She did. She did. There's some more tests coming, though. Some more tests coming. And we'll pick it up there next time because, and we'll end it next week. But I want, I want you to start thinking about something during this week. Think about how in the world did Joseph pass these tests? This man, he's 17 years old. 17. You know, you know most 17 years old, their flesh is kind of weak, you know. Teenagers, they, they, you know, right? Yeah, it's kind of weak. How, how did he pass these tests being 17 years old and, and, and plus have been done wrong? How did he pass these tests? I want you to find how, Now, we, you know the story. He had other tests we'll talk about. So I was asking God, how did he pass these tests? Because his brothers is going to come into the mix, right? You know, next week, his brothers going to come into the mix. Now, they should be the same way that they were when they sold him. Just as evil as they could be, right? But somehow, somehow, they weren't. How? How? How can we, oh, can we do the same thing? Is that the same thing that happened? That's what we're going to talk about next week. Okay. God is good, isn't he? God is able. Not only is he able, he will do it, won't he? He did it for them. He'll do it for us, won't he? Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.